Hello, this is episode 289 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Roddy, and I'm going to be joined in a minute by Una Brown. This is the 10th podcast in the sixth series of the podcast on growth. It's probably the shortest series I've ever recorded of a podcast. I don't think I've ever finished a podcast on episode 10, but it feels the right thing to do. And I think it would be better for me, you know, in the future to go and say to people, oh, well, if you want to talk about growth, go back to season six, rather than make it a more complicated season with all the other ideas that are rocking around in my head at the moment. I think the next series of podcasts is all going to be on teams and there's a whole load of different topics to do with teams, basically rolling around in my head but a lot to do with resilience in particular and it was funny today I went on a trip to Hodges Vegas where there's an amazing woman who works and bought myself a stack of teen books to read for Christmas to basically get myself in the mindset because I haven't really been in a bookshop for two years and I've been kind of out of the loop in terms of what's coming through and it's interesting because there's a lot coming through in terms of identity and race and duality transgender gender freedom a lot more interesting books actually on the whole lgbtqt um, arena so yeah it's really it's quite diverse at the moment and that's an irish bookshop you know like it's quite shocking to go into a bookshop in ireland and see just the range of diversity for teens now i kind of joked could we call this podcast my prize guinea pig because that's really what una is so i'm gonna let her introduce her relationship to me herself and also give her full editorial rights before I put the podcast out. But we've had a long journey together. I first worked with her company in 2012 and she's been a reader for many of my books. I've worked with her teens sort of directly and indirectly. There's lots of people in her life in terms of the team and the chocolate team. I've helped her to leave her company and go out on her own, which most people do that because the company's a failure. And in this case, we built it to being a real success. And she stepped away and left a huge amount of successful intellectual property behind, which I think I really enjoyed doing that because most so many times when you work with people and they step away from a company, it's because it hasn't worked. But it's because she outgrew it. And that's why I want her to talk on this podcast in terms of growth and what that's really like and what it's actually like I think to navigate with me because there are times where I know I grow and I grow into a zone and you have a better understanding than anybody else on the planet about why you can't reach me or why it feels different or yes I'll let you talk about that. Thank you Nisha that's a lot um, and speaking about the, the teen focus coming, some background noises you might hear is because I have teens in my house and we're in New Zealand, so it's kind of study time. So um, they're coming and going and there's a bit of banging going on. But <laughs> well, basically, Unic creates a sort of a refuge center for teens. They kind of, they come and they, they hang out at her gaff, basically, <laughs> because it's like the place where you can be really be yourself. It's brilliant. Yeah, I absolutely love teams. I think that's the key is to allow them to be themselves. Um, and I think that's probably uh, one of the key pieces of, of working with you, um, Nisha. And it's hard to call you a mentor because you're such a close friend. But it's it's about getting to know myself so much more 
And I'm talking about I'm talking about deeply. I'm talking about you know who we really are. Probably when we've been yeah, three, four, five year olds, our true spirit, our true heart. Um, even maybe younger than that, because that that was squashed out of us. Maybe even earlier than that. But that true spirit of who we are, and to find that again, bit by bit, and build it up whole within within myself has been um, enormous, enormous growth. And in that, being so clear and unwavering in, in what I need to do, in my, my service to humanity. Like, sorry to cut across you, but like, like you've gone through a huge chunk. Like, I, I don't really know when that started, maybe around April of this year. And like, do you even recognize yourself? I, I would say it, the, the last year has been massive. So it's like a culmination of all the stepping stones um, I've been working through have come together to make such a radical change. So I look back on where I was at last year and it was pretty tough, like pretty, pretty tough. And if if you painted the picture of where I'm at now and what's opening and flowering in my life, I would have gone, no way. Um, I just can't imagine that. But it's by, it's like the growth, it happens and happens and we don't always see it and then it takes place so fast and there's a massive leap and a massive change. And you always encourage benchmarking and I'm not the best for doing that because it's the little small pieces that we can't actually see that gives us the encouragement to keep going. But then there are the big leaps that are just unquestionably clear on, you know, how much growth has has taken place. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. It's undoing pieces that aren't really who I am and, and, and clarify the pieces that is who I am. So it just comes together in a really powerful way to really live my heart and and, and in, in a way that's so fulfilling, yeah, from my, my vision of what's possible. And, like, I know in this podcast, like, I think, like, one of the reasons why I've done this series of podcasts was I could see that at certain points, you know, as my prize guinea pig, you were really struggling. Like, you know, like it's, I, I tried to bring to people the difficulty in going to that third place where you've got this really strong core and this really strong sense of yourself and finding those pieces that you're talking about of the puzzle that are really you and losing, you know, the parts that aren't and, you know, the, the drifting from what you know and, the isolation and the loneliness that comes with that and then stepping into a new place and then like you're somebody who started to really hold other people in the way that I hold people for their growth and for their development not just teens like your own you've always mentored people but you're now starting to really hold people to grow and to hold their own people, you know, so he, you know, that was one of the motivations in this, this series of podcasts. So like, how would you describe the painful parts? How would you yeah. describe them to people to actually get through them? That's right. So it, it, it is a journey without question. And, and it has the, the difficulty. I, I think it's, it's staying with, you know, so when you talked about April, so I turned 50 in April and, and this time of my life is fundamental to, to make a difference. And it's, it's like you have to have, um, you have to have a compass set to, to your true north. And, and knowing in that, that it's not, it's not a piece of cake, but on the journey, you absolutely get the markers to show you're on the right track. And it's, it's to acknowledge them 
And I would say one of the fundamental things, which again, you've always encouraged and I've been terrible for, is self-care and self-nourishment. Because you, you've got to fill your cup up. You've got to fill your cup up so that you can navigate the difficult times from a full cup. Because the more empty your cup is, the more difficult they are. I know. I remember that message where you actually wrote to me and said, I finally get self-care. I was like, yes, yes, how long did that take? (laughs) And I talk to so many people about it now because it's from that place that we can really take courageous steps and put that first. And and, and for some people that may seem like it's, it's selfish or, but it's actually putting first what is first so that then you can navigate everything from that place. And it is, it is an alone journey at points because it's going so deep within and knowing and trusting and listening within rather than all the external noises outside. And also, I think I described that to you once. It's like, I believe we all have addictions. Some are really loud, whether it's the alcoholism or what we actually all have addiction to the external feed from family, from friends, from validation. And that was probably one of the darkest times when I really cut those external feeds and I had to stay with myself and my own validation. And then that inner validation grows as I know and hold myself more than the external. And that's so important for us to navigate our, our true path because it can only come from within. I think this is one of the things I've tried to do in my writing as well is like the idea of the writing was to take myself out of you know, the work so that I could work with people without ever knowing them. And they could navigate it. And I've had a lot of new readers recently, which has been really good for me. And like, I get, I get you know, sort of, like, I still doubt the writing because, you know, I will always doubt my literacy. And, you know, to have people who are very artsy, well-read people write back to me and say, it's a wonderful book. I'm kind of like, oh, okay, maybe it is, maybe it's okay. Um, but like, you've, you've done all of the different journeys with me like you you sort of started with me as like a business mentor and then you know working with some of your children in terms of literacy and then you know continuing the journey and growing differently and having support differently and then you've I think you've read everything I've written um so what's the difference in the writing what did that allow you to do different to working with me well, I think because I was your guinea pig, <laughs> <laughs> um, the timings were always perfect, and that's why I know about the work. It's 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 um it's its own unique part for wherever somebody is at. So whenever you fall, come across Nisha's work, whatever piece draws you, it's it's perfect for where you're at, and it's a it's a key opener for the transformation and change that you you need to go through. So I think every stage has been just perfect for what I needed at that at that point um some of it was pretty tough um some of it really really um you know facing um myself and I think what I love about the work is that it's it's so whole and that it totally embraces humanness and that is so important you know we 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 live in the world and it's all about being in the world and, and being our true self, our true authentic self in that. And um, and I think the more people who, who actually are able to read and, and get your work, you go to another level, Nisha, which every teacher, every every person who's bringing in this level of work needs to do. So there's always more more growth. It's an eternal growth. You know, it's never it's never done. I know I'm going to be reading 
the next level in a couple of months from you. It will never end. And I'm up for that and I know that. And I think, but I think that the tools and the, the keys and the wholeness inside, it just is so worth it. It's so worth the growth. This is one of the things I I really noticed about you over the last while because I I think it might have been one of my criticisms for a while. And I think this is the this is kind of that that growth stage between the sort of third and fourth, if people want to go back to those images, because what tends to happen is, is that people have this core and then they kind of shrink into themselves and they cut themselves off from the outside world and the noise and the bombardment and all the things they don't want to deal with. Like I have this conversation a lot with people and every time like I get quite wound up every time I join any INFJ group because I can't stay there, but they all talk about having to cut the world out, you know. And I see these people as having this amazing skill set for humanity in actually finding new solutions and being one of the few personalities who can find new solutions for big problems. And them not doing that because they can't take the world in, it's too much. And I think the biggest shift I've seen for you in the last few months is that you can now take the rest of the world in in all sorts of ways, both in terms of the people directly that you're working with, but also the wider kind of things happening. Whereas there's a time where you, I used to sort of educate you on everything bad happening in the world. Yeah, for sure. I had to I, I had to switch it off because there's so much going on inside of myself. And it was just such a fragile line of staying with the bigger picture of, of what's possible and the energies of the world and them taking me down. Because as you know, I've, I've had a time of, of extreme depression. So I've really been in a dark place. And if, if you're not able to be who you are, no matter what the energy is around you, it can take you. And so I had to really strengthen that to be able to, like you said, be able to walk into any energy, receive anything and stay whole inside and follow what I know whilst embracing everything around. You know, it's not about division, it's about inclusion. Um, but I had to build that strength within. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, you stay so wide open, tuned to the world. At the point, I just couldn't because it would have taken me down. It would go into depression, despair, anxiety, you know, because it is pretty full on. And we can only na- navigate that from a whole place within, truly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the, the, the tells for me as to how whole someone really is, is how much they can stay plugged in and how much they they disconnect and, you know, they have this kind of vision of going to the mountaintop and it's like, it's like, great, you can think of great things up there, but you're not really in it now, are you? Um, you know, you're not really living it. So there, there are, there are moments between us and these don't happen very often. So there's a couple of core times where this has happened and, and they've only, it's only happened maybe, I can think I can think of three occasions where I take this kind of jump which I don't, I don't really see within myself, but I take a growth spurt. And you're trying to communicate with me, and we have this sort of lost in translation thing that happens, where I'm talking from a completely different place to where you're actually hearing me from. Yeah, and that, that has happened a few times, and I, I know it now, so I completely accept it, but it's been a few times where it was pretty... Well, again, it's always about growth. And that's what I really love about, you know, you keep pointing back, no matter what, I go, okay, this is about growth. I mean, what else is there but growth? And so there's been times when literally we laughed, the word you used the word Sputnik, right? So I'm like, I have no idea what she's saying to me. 
And I and I can't get it. And you you have such clarity from where you are. And I cannot get it. And it's another language. And and in those moments in the past, I've seen where I've projected on you, like I've heard you from my pain. Yeah. But I know you enough so much that I I know that that's not what's happening, and therefore I have to take a bigger drink of what's going on here for me. Um, what what's what's this really about? Because more than anything, I know your your support is so much about growth. And and it is um, like it's it's I I joke that this is why I don't have a publisher yet because every time they, they they read it, they project onto it. And so I joke that I actually need to find somebody who's whole in order to be able to read it. And Absolutely. maybe, or maybe they need to keep reading it. And like, I, I joke, there's this magic number around eight months from every time that you started a book and on other people too, like it's not just you. Everybody, it's eight months from when you start reading a book. And it's not that it takes you eight months to read it, but something massive happens eight months later. And I've actually, like, we've, we've predicted this a few times now in the latter books. And you, like, there's a massive growth eight months later that happens. Like, you know, yeah. there's a, there's when, a massive when jump. First, when you're first exposed to, like, a real mirror of yourself, it's, it's hard to take responsibility for all of that. Or also there can be resistance, uh, even though... Would say I want to grow. You're not quite aware of all the levels of resistance that are inside, and the easiest thing is to project on the person that's brought you that invitation. Um, and and I that's I totally get that in terms of of publishers. And but when you stay with the work, it does its own work. It's like keys; they're just keys. They're codes that then do their own work. And within, and you just stay with that, and and the outcome is phenomenal. And it's it's to be whole in the world. You know, it's to be whole in our real work, knowing who we are from a bigger picture. It's all included. It's just so grounded. And it's just, for me, the biggest thing has been self-responsibility and trust. You know, we all have our experiences in life, and it's, it's sometimes so hard to totally trust. And for me, there's been moments when I've had to trust that more than anything, your heart and, and total support is about my growth. And I think it's easy to do when you know me and when I've worked with you and when we've journeyed together. But I, I think that's harder to do from from the writing. And so I've seen that the people who are most honest to me about the writing are people who've known me and journeyed with me and grown with me already a certain amount, even if I watch them take massive leaps after the writing, because they already have that nugget of trust. And like, I think people put phenomenal trust in me, which I found really, really disconcerting from the beginning when I opened the school. I just think that people put ridiculous levels of trust in me. And maybe it's the fact that I do find it disconcerting is part of the reason why they do it. Because, you know, I'm such, like, it's such a huge responsibility when, when somebody opens that much to you. Absolutely. I, I think, I think when, when people potentially, when there's that first connection with you, it's this sense of, finally somebody's seeing me, finally somebody is getting me. And that is such a relief. It's like it's like a light bulb goes off of, oh, because you haven't even seen yourself, but yet you're actually hearing everything that resonates, but it's never been put in such a clarity. So that's a moment of total leaping of God, finally. And, and then there's, so there's immense trust because you're actually being seen. And then as this stuff starts to come up, there's probably a closing and a projection onto you which you have to you have to navigate in terms of because I know you know I know that impact for you in, in terms of, of, of that 
like you say, then there's the cycle of, of eight months. But what I really encourage anybody who's listening is that, you know, for me, it's a combination of everything. The podcasts alongside everything you make available in your Patreon because you make everything available there. And it's quite extraordinary how generous you are. So I just encourage anybody to please sign up to, to your Patreon. And I know you're really humble in that and you don't ask <laughs> enough for that, but you make everything available there. And that combined with hearing your voice in the podcast, it, it, it works so well so that it's easier to read the words because I think both go together so powerfully. Yeah. Um, and everything you've written is in, is in, is in the Patreon and it's quite an extraordinary uh, resource for real growth. So I am blatantly saying, <laughs> please, you know, sign up, support you because then also you, you have no limits there. You just any amount you can afford is it's everything's available. And there's such rich material there in, in terms of the possibility for real whole growth for everybody who, because we're all individuals, we all have our own colors, our own expression. And that's what's really supported. It's not a blanket. It's an actual individual unique journey to wholeness. Yeah, I, I think is why I've made them all journeys. But yes, thank you. Because you say to me all the time, you haven't, you haven't plugged your Patreon. And I always forget, I either forget in the podcast or I've, I've plugged something else. I wanted people to go to someone else's site or someone else's experience or read someone else's book. And so I've plugged that instead. So yes, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really quite brutal at plugging my Patreon. And, and every so often I'll send out a handful of emails to people and they'll join up and I'm really surprised that they do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so torturous for me to actually ask anybody to do it. Um, so, yes. Yeah, that's so great, Felicia. And I just, your level of support is extraordinary. Not just for me, because now we're very, we're very close, but for everybody who, who comes into your world and whether they book you, for you know private direct session or the amount you pour out in your patreon and it's just it's just extraordinary and you know what's opening up in my life now and my sense of 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 wholeness and fulfillment not from a place of because you know there's always so much more and i will never be fulfilled because there's so always more growth (laughs) and more possible bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger projects and like extraordinary um, but the place I'm navigating it from is deeply nourishing for myself and for those I am with. That that has to be wholeness, right? It's not yeah, I think I think there's the biggest shift. If if I pointed a shift in the last like even couple of weeks, is that I think you now enjoy growth. <laughs> like it's it's no longer kind of torturous. You kind of like oh, this is growth. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, okay, I can do this. <laughs> like they're like you actually write that to me now and I'm like oh okay right yeah she's there because like there's very few growth junkies on the planet really yeah. like there's lots yeah. of like other people who and I've, I've been on a spiritual path for a long time and I've gone through a, a lot of transformation but growth with a capital G um it's like it's a, you get to a tipping point yeah and and it's the new addiction i think it's a good addiction right yeah that that cacao sorry i have to plug cacao yeah well it is my elixir like and you know the balance here in you know how i support you you send me the most amazing boxes of cacao in the post and it's it is like it is my balancing tool It, it really is and especially during covid it has balanced everyone else i know who has been exposed to covid is an emotional wreck 
um, without it, you know. Um, and I even find myself making it for my mother on the days where I see that she's extra weepy. Like it really, it has been my absolute go-to. It's, it is always my go-to now in, in terms of what I hold for people. It's just, there isn't really anything else as good. So it's huge. And, I, and I'm really lucky that I get such an amazing, like there's such a high energetic difference to the products that you're bringing out of the salmons because it's full cycle because you're working with the women farmers there and you're supporting their growth and the produce that they're you know the 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 cacao itself is just so high energy like i really like anything else i buy just doesn't feel the same anymore so it is like it's it's huge so yeah so um well thank you for being my prize guinea pig it's a pleasure. <laughs> and uh, let the journey continue for more growth. That's what I say, all in capitals. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'll write the next book soon. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, I'm loving I'm loving your your current book. It's so poetic and beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. And thank you for doing thank the you. podcast. Pleasure. And I and I'm gonna put a link in for the cacao ambassador as well in, in the description. Because, you know, you have, you have some amazing recipes there that I send to a lot of families at the moment, particularly the breakfast smoothie. It really is the food for these times. But, yeah. It really is. So, yeah. Yeah. So, thank, thank you. you.